Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Down the blind, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and won. Now, obviously, the biggest player that is available to negotiate with um, other clubs is Ezra Mann. I think that, you know, you look at Ezra Mann, uh, he comes off contract 2024. He just come off a, you know, grand final heroics. Obviously, they didn't win, but we all know what happened there. Dally M6, uh, absolutely vital that they keep him uh, because you only have to go back two or three years. And it seems, honestly, it seems like another dimension where the Broncos didn't have any halves. Yeah. And so it is absolutely instrumental they keep us from him. The only thing is, is that they're going to play a massive juggling act because if they go all in on Ezra Mam now, they probably lose Reese Walsh. So they're going to have to find a way to go, you know, how do we uh, massage this that we can keep enough for Reese Walsh when he comes off contract? Uh, boys, what do you reckon happens here? Yeah, the old saying, like a week's a long time in rugby league. Like when you guys won your prelim final, as your man was this young guy who we were interested to see how he'd go on the big stage. A week later, he is a Dally M5 out of the year. And I don't know, is it fair to say one of the unluckiest guys not to win a Clive Churchill medal yeah. ever? Yeah. Crazy how much it can change. In his first year of fucking. Unbelievable. And even like, even when he got Dally M5 out of the year, I sort of went. Okay. Yeah. Then I looked at the stats and went, "Holy fuck!" Yeah. What a season. Yeah, and I, it's it's a bit. I think I think it's the Reese Walsh effect to a degree, and also Adam Reynolds. It's kind of overshadowed him a little bit. But when you actually consider what he's done this year, he's come in as a half in essentially his first full year of first grade and taken him to a grand final, won a won a Dally M positional award, and you know, if he isn't playing against. Arguably the greatest seven of all time, and I know he's still got a long way to go, guys, but he may be that. He wins a Clive. But that's what he's done this year. Like that, And where, I guess, I don't really feel it's getting the appreciation that it deserves. I don't think it is at all. Like, it's fucking mental. For a guy to score three tries in a grand final and it'd be spoken about very little, it just shows how much of a unique grand final that was. Yeah. Unbelievable. Any, any hope of... <clears throat> 
uh, kind of for the Broncos are keeping him and Walsh together, and then maybe you've got to take a hit on something like a halfback. Obviously, um, Adam Reynolds just got a couple of years to go still, um, getting a little bit older as well. Is there a way you can kind of balance that out, do you reckon? Or Look, I think you can because they're so young. Yeah. I think that Ezra is a smart enough guy to know. And look, I, I understand that this is coming from a place where I obviously love the Broncos and I see all the opportunities the Broncos offer. So if you're a fan of another club, you're going, well, you know, look at the players at my club and look at the opportunities they get. But the way I see it is this, is that Ezra Mim is clearly an incredible player. He's only going to get better. So if he wants that huge contract, it's going to come. But at the moment, he's at the Broncos. And you would say they're in a premiership window. Like they're, they're in, at least the next two years, while Adam Reynolds is there, they're in a premiership window if everyone stays injury-free. You don't want to take the huge contract now. Say you sign a three- or four-year deal with a, a lower-tier club that's struggling. Then all of a sudden, in that second and third year, your form is not as good. You're not, you know, you're not getting selected for origin because there's a lot of things to fa- factor in for Ezra Mam. Like... You know, is he the next guy to take over from Munster when he retires? You know, does he need to be at a good club for that to happen or a club that is playing finals footy? And I just think with a guy like Ezra, the fact that he's, so, he's what, 20 years old now? Anyway, I, I think he's 20 years old. So he's 20 years old. <clears throat> Let's say he signs a two-year extension on a little bit less money than he's on right now. He gets to basically time it with Adam Reynolds... So he knows what's going to happen in the future for the Broncos. He can time it also, take a little bit less in that two-year period, but he times it with Reese Walsh. And then he can look around and go, okay, Reese, Paddy, are we all together? Are we going forward? Um, So outside looking in, my advice would be to sign a shorter-term deal with the Broncos because I'm so sure that this guy is, we're just scratching the surface. In four or five years, that huge contract will be there, I reckon. I think the biggest thing to your advantage as well as far as keeping these young guys is that you lost that grand final. Mm. Like yeah. that, that hunger is still there. Yeah. And to get, you know, if, I, if, if I'm Ezra Mam and Reese Walsh, I'm sitting there going, fuck, we got within a bee's dick of winning a grand final against arguably the greatest team we've ever seen. Mm. And it was our first finals experience. Yeah. Keeping that squad together, like if, I, if I'm Ezra, I am not even considering leaving there. Yeah, I think it'd be crazy. And, and I just think that there's other side of things like, you know, he, he's a young kid that, that, that he has that kind of it factor. So building your profile at such a big club, I mean, Look at the difference of a, a Reese Walsh now. Like, and I understand they – well, you know, funnily enough, Warriors obviously nearly went as far as the Broncos, but look at the superstardom that Reese Walsh has reached. Now, I'm not saying that he couldn't have done that at the Warriors, but you know, being in an Australian-based league, the Broncos being the biggest club in the competition, like you're building your base up pretty substantially in the early years as a guy like Ezra Man, and he's a highlight real player as well. Yeah, I see people in the comments that sort of you know get their back up, up at you for talking about Brisbane as that club, but – they fucking are. Oh, mate. It's like, crazy. It's, it's mental. It's ridiculous. And Look at you, every stat. And you know what, Kevin? I reckon there would be a lot of young people, like, younger than me, that, like, maybe, like, Brisbane weren't the same club to them yeah. growing up, but, mm. like, Brisbane was the Hollywood of rugby league. Mate. It was it was exciting footy. Like, they, they were basically, if you wanted to go and watch exciting, expansive footy and winning, mm. like, they, the Brisbane Broncos were it. Now, I understand people a bit younger – We've gone through a period where we haven't won a grand final in so long. So you might be like, what do you mean, powerhouse? Like, you've done nothing in, like, 15, 20 years. But, like, just look at the numbers. Like, no one comes close to the Broncos fan base. And I get it. We were a one-team state for a very long time. So I'm not saying the reasons for the – like, if you put another club there, they wouldn't be big. I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying that with the environment that's been created, Broncos are the biggest club in the competition. For sure. And you're – yeah. Like, like when I was growing up, the Broncos were the kangaroos. 
Mate, 100%. Like, if you weren't a rep player in that side, you were a rookie. Yeah. Like, it's basically what it was. Like, the only way I got a crack was because K um, was in origin. Yeah. And we had Darius Boyd on the wing in, on my debut. Like, you know, so that's that's the kind of level that they were working with. And I think that we're not back at that level yet, but I'm telling you what, they're getting close. They're getting close. Like, what was it? I think it was like seven origin players for Penrith and I think like six or seven for the Broncos. Mm. Um, in that grand final. So the key is to lock Ezra Mam down. But I think, as I said, I'm assuming the Broncos are going, mate, five-year deal, let's, let's get it done. But, you know, my advice, and I'm, I love the Broncos, and, and, but as a young player and looking out for him, I would say, mate, take the two-year deal and then, and then uh, you know, assess your options. Yeah, re- yeah. reassess in two years' time, see where you're at at Yeah, that because, like, yeah. look, you don't want a player there in three or four years' time, like Ezra Mam, killing it, on massive unders and unhappy. I'd rather him, you know, get to that two-year mark and then he can renegotiate with the Broncos and maybe get the upgrade or maybe he doesn't get the upgrade. You also, if I'm Ezra Ram, in two years' time, I do not want to be sitting watching finals footy watching the Broncos oh. in a premiership. Couldn't think of anything worse. Oh, mate. Um, so I personally think he will stay. I think it'll be a two- to three-year deal. I don't think the Broncos have the, I guess, the... They don't have the vision of their salary cap clear enough to be signing a guy like Ezra Mam on massive coin for five years because Reese Walsh is sitting there going like they've got Paddy Carrigan until 2028 Haas till 26 and Walsh till 25 so if he signs a two-year extension it'll be to 26 the same as Haas I think that's smart from it's smart from Broncos side as well I really do um, because then they can reassess their options when uh, Reynolds decides to retire what do you reckon Hammy? Yeah, well, I just reckon um, there's a couple here that I was going to ask you about, about how you feel about losing a couple of guys as well mm. um, in, in your squad. <coughs> Herbie Farnworth, centre of the year. Um, Flegler, obviously, um, in the Kangaroos squad. And, and Palacia playing test footy as well. Like Some big names out of your pack there. And then, obviously, Farnworth in the centres. <coughs> like, if you've got a couple of guys coming through who you feel can um, replace them, because uh, you obviously haven't gone out and, and bought too many other players. Yeah, so we, I do think the Broncos are pretty close to being back to the stage where they were confident in filling roles again. Yep. Now, I'm not sitting here saying that Herbie won't be missed. He absolutely will be. Yep. Um, but when you've got guys like Dean Mariner, signed until 2027, uh, Deleuze Horder, signed until 2024, uh, you know, Corey Oates on a player option. I think outside back-wise, Dean Mariner, he is, he is fucking special. Is he going to be immediately as good as Herbie Farnworth? Maybe, maybe not. But does he have the ability to be eventually as good as Herbie Farnworth? I do think so. I do think so. Now, does that mean he's going to be? No, not does not mean. But does he have the the physical attributes, all that kind of stuff? I do think he has the potential to be as good as Herbie. I think as well, you know, it's probably not the move I would make, but, you know, just in the guys you have got, like, you could play someone Cobo at left centre if you wanted absolutely, to. Absolutely, absolutely. So I, I don't see it being – like, I, as you said, can be Herbie is going to be a huge loss, but I think the Broncos are in a spot to be able to cover it. I think Flegler will be the yeah. more interesting one. That's a tough one because it goes Flegler and Palacia. Yeah. So you're losing two big boppers that are heading into their best part of their careers. Um, I think also Flegler is a really unique one because he offers such a point of difference. Like, is there a front row that really plays like Flegler? I, I don't think there is that late footwork, that offload, but he also can get through the tough stuff as well, decent motor. So it's going to be really hard to, to, to replace Flegler, but we've got guys like Azava Willison coming through. Um, we've got guys like 
Oh, another outside back that I'm not sure if we're going to re-sign him, but Tristan Saylor is also an outside back. We do have some really good young forwards. The, I guess the key will be, are they ready to, to fill the void yet? Mm. Now, they, they will be in two to three years, but will they be next year? I don't know. Well, the sure. other thing is when you're filling that role of Tom Flegler, like there's been rumours around that Paddy Carrigan could just turn into a genuine front rower, Kobe Hetherington into the 13 role, uh, which I'm a little <coughs> bit iffy just because I love Pat Carrigan in the 13 so yep. much. But once again, that would solve a lot of those issues if it yeah. does work out. Yeah. It's just that I think it's that big body. Like that, that was what was so scary about that Broncos pack was like you've got that – it's a three-point of attack of like Haas – um, Carrigan and Flegler coming at you, it's almost like, fuck, how do you stop that? Whereas when you go Patty and Haas up front, like incredible, arguably best front row comp in the you know, competition behind maybe Fisher and uh, Leota. And then you've got Kobe Hetherington, who is a butler, gets through a bunch of work, quality ball player, but he's a little bit smaller and probably not as intimidating. But I agree with you, that would solve a lot of problems. Quickly. And I agree there, like if you were to start with the, those two boys in the front row, Haas and Carrigan, you know, it's going to be enough to dominate 13 teams in this competition. But it's going to be against the Panthers and these yep. sort of teams where you're going to really feel that loss. Because you go, okay, get to a grand final again. You're up against Leota, Fisher, Yo. Yeah. And so it's just that. Whereas I think uh, Carrigan, Haas, Flegler, you go, mate, I'll back that against anyone. I know Panthers won, but I'd back them against anyone. Um, the other so, one I think that you've got there, mate, that I uh, Xavier Willison, there is just something there. Right? I love it. I, th- I think he's going to be good. Yeah. I think he's going to be good. I, I love... It's all the small things I like about Willison. It's the the little one percent areas. If you watch his game closely, yes, he is a physical specimen, like huge boy, very young. But the effort areas, I, I think he's going to be special. The other one too, like obviously Marty played the vast majority of the season, and it was like the back end of the season he just fell off the radar. Well, he got suspended. Of course, yeah, right. That, Jeez, he did a job for so long. Oh, absolutely, like, I, think, absolutely. I think people are sleeping on how effective he was as yep. well. Yeah, for sure. We've got Jensen point. as well, so. It's going to be really interesting to see how that works out. Um, oh, another outside back I didn't even talk about, Jesse Arthurs. He can play centre. Yep. Um, <laughs> grand final, nearly a grand final bloody hero. Proper grand final hero. He, he was unbelievable. Uh, we've also got, I, I forgot his name, but apparently there is a young front rower that is massive and a gun. He was just injured last year. I think that might be Takura. Is that? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I think so. But we watched in the trials last year. It was very impressive. He's a mountain. Yeah, huge boy. Like bigger than Payne Haas, and they reckon he's got a fair mode on him too. So, so I do think that the Broncos are in a, a position of filling, refilling the stocks. It's just, will it be this year or will it be next year that they refill the stocks? Is there yep. a scarier sentence than bigger than Payne Haas? Or oh, what? my God. And, and that that came to me on so when I was at the captain's run. I was speaking to some of the, the Broncos staff, and they're like, "Mate, you should see this guy. He is like seriously special, seriously yeah. special." Um, but yeah, Ezra Mam is the key. To be honest, Ezra Mam and Reese Walsh are the key. If you can sign them now, like re-sign them now, the earlier it gets done, the better that it'll lay our salary cap out for the, the planning of the future. The concern is if you sign Ezra Mem now and Reese Walsh comes out and goes to another level next year, like let's say let's say Reese Walsh this next season comes out, plays exactly the same, but he has way less, like fifty percent of the errors. Errors, then you're going fuck. This guy might be worth fucking one point five million dollars in the new salary cap. Yeah. Um, and like I know that sounds crazy, but you, guys, you got to remember it's a new salary cap, and we're talking about Reese Walsh who puts bums on seats. It's the Kalen Ponger effect. I mean, KP is currently on one point four million dollars in the salary cap. Um, so if you can somehow get that deal done now, because as you said, if you're at the negotiation table and you go, boys, we were this close, if we stick together, we can win a comp. Maybe that can get the deal across the line for both players. Um, 
we, we'll talk about it when it comes, but obviously the Adam Reynolds situation um, is it needs to be sorted sooner rather than later of what direction do we head in? You know, is he here for 2025 or do we go out and recruit a guy to come through? Um, and just quickly before we move on, saw Tyson Smoothie 2023. Wonder whether they re-sign him or they're going, you know what, Blake Moser is going to be the guy next year at 14 or nine, either one. Yeah, I... Because I thought he was great towards the end of the year. I thought it may. When they first picked him, I said on the show, I couldn't believe they were picking him. Yeah. I just couldn't see the sense in it. But he was great towards the back end of the season. Uh, but I do still think Moser could be generational sort of yeah. guy. I just, there's just something about the way he moves out of hooker that he just has that bit of class. And it's not – you're not sitting there going, oh, that's the next Harry Grant. Very different player. But he just has this – Time about him. He almost like the way that he moves out of hooker. He almost he almost doesn't look like a hooker sometimes. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Almost like a, it's, it's like a big five eight. Yes. Yeah. I saw him at the captain's run. I was like, Jesus Christ, you're tall. I didn't say that. But and like, when you see him in highlights and everything, and he's not scooting from dummy half, and he's just in free play. I don't think you'd ever pick he's a hooker. Yeah, no way, no way. Um, but yeah, he's he's a quite a big hooker. Which is if he can play, which is like scary when you think about it, because you go when he feels out, if he can play substantial minutes. He could be snapping blokes in the middle because he's not a small, a little fella. Um, but I guess that's the, the trade-off we've always had. To be a hooker, you've got to be a, a little fella because you've got to get through the work. But that's where like, it could end up really good for you guys that if Moser comes into his own in two years' time, you could have a star hooker on your hands for unders and then go into the market for a halfback mm. who wants to play with Reese Walsh. Yeah. Like, you, it's yeah, exciting. I reckon it's all going to line up really nicely mm. for you. And I, look, and look, let's say Moser does come out and kill it. I think Walters is the perfect 14 yeah like you couldn't ask for a better 14 uh so yeah i think okay let's say ezra man does he stay how many years i think he will sign a three-year contract well you sold me on the <laughs> two basically okay. but um he's, he'll stay yeah yep, he'll stay for sure how much now yeah uh, for two yeah Eight fifty. Yeah, I reckon eights. Yeah, I was going to say probably seven fifty. Okay, I reckon he stays two year deal, probably six fifty. Six. Oh, I reckon he'll do a, the club a favour. Yeah, yeah, I reckon he'll do the club a favour. I think so. I think he'll sign for unders. They'll get him some. Well, he'll get some third party deals, um, and yeah, like I mean, he's so marketable. He's so marketable as a young kid. And this is like, guys, I don't have any inside information. I don't know what the fuck's going on with the Broncos. But my my opinion would be you sit down with Ezra Mam and Reese Walsh and you go basically you you negotiate whatever and then you say to their managers, mate, go out and find them a deal. Because like those two together as a package deal would sell fucking squillions of whatever you need to sell. Like yeah. you know what I mean? It's it's so obvious. Um sure, surely he he's a guy too that he must have his eyes on that Queensland number fourteen jersey. Like Ben Hunt's not gonna play forever. Harry Grant will be the starting nine I'd He'd be my tip to Mate, me. I can fuck. I can see it in my mind's eye in four or five years that six jersey on his back for Queensland. It just feels right. It feels right. Um, yeah, so I reckon he stays for about six hundred, six fifty, two year extension. So that will see him till twenty six, which will be the same time as Hass coming off. And and obviously, I hope his manager gets him some uh, good third parties because right now he's like one of the hottest properties in the the game. Before we move on, them um, Fletcher Baker. What are your thoughts? I tell you what. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. 
That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I am really interested because Fletcher Baker kind of struggled at the Roosters. Yep. He's coming to the Broncos. And this will be a really good, I guess, litmus test of litmus test of not, not have the Roosters lost their magic. I'm not saying that at all. More of the argument, have the Broncos found their magic again? Because he's a guy that's not, you know, didn't really go that well at the Roosters. He went okay, went solid. Whereas the last few years, the Broncos almost lost their magic a bit. They had players that were underperforming at the Broncos, where it was the, always the opposite. You go to the Broncos, you friggin' play Origin. That used to be the deal. And so that's what I'm really interested to see with Fletcher Baker. I don't know. I don't even know if he's sealing his Origin. I'm just saying... Does Fletcher Baker go and kill it? And that will be a really good sign. And again, it's not I'm not saying Roosters have lost their magic. What I'm saying is is have Broncos refound their magic where they can take a guy from another club that wasn't going as well as we would, put him in this superstar system, and they go really well. I'm really interested to see how he goes. Because they went hard to get him. Yeah, yeah. And I, I I don't think the Roosters would have been too keen to lose him. Like mm. he's got a lot of potential, young forward. They need for, like they need middles because Hargrew is going to be gone eventually. Lindsay Collins obviously plays for Queensland. Like, I'm, I'm sure they wouldn't have been that happy letting him go. I, I guess the only thing that you could say in the Roosters' favour would be that they've got Terrell May, Spencer Lenu, mm. a number of other guys there. But yeah, I, I think he's going to be a really interesting guy to watch because Brisbane went hard to get him. Yep.